0: Good morning. Oh, gross. Whoops. Good morning, universe. Yep. Stepped in that, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, how you been? It's, uh, what is it? It is 7.36 in the morning on March 23rd, I do believe. What day is today? Yep, 23rd. Thursday, the 23rd of March. in the morning, and I just stepped in my own pile of snot boogers, because I blew my nose into my carpet this morning. If that doesn't gross you out, let me try this one. Um, I was reading this article about, uh, making your podcast more listenable. Yeah, I know you don't believe that. You shouldn't. But I did. Um... And it's not that anything's going to change. It's not like the article had anything good to say. Uh, Well, I mean, I don't want to put the article down. I'm sure it was fine. But it was, I kind of had to quit like two-thirds through it because all it was making me think is, oh my God, the 21st century is just full of fucking prima donnas. Because all the advice was shit like, well, get yourself a corrugated soundproof environment in which to record. Or, get yourself the best goddamn microphone you can fucking find. Or, work on your voice inflection so it's more appealing to your audience. Fuck you! Jesus Christ! That article should have said one fucking thing and then an exclamation point. Make. Listenable. Content! Pause. Unpause. Which I admit. Is a challenge. I'm not saying I've mastered listenable content. But I don't get on here to record unless I have something to say. I don't just make shit up because it's Tuesday and I got a show to do. No. Fuck, man. Did I record Tuesday? What day is it? Thursday? I don't even think I recorded on Tuesday. I know I didn't record yesterday because I had shit to figure out, right? And I don't want to come at you with the whole Lambda uh, conversation until I'm ready to have it. So everybody who jumped on that fucking bandwagon on January 3rd or whatever day she was exposed by that engineer, well, I'm sure you're tired of hearing about it. Fucking three months ago, right? But if you look into that, And it doesn't take you at least 90 days to think about what you think about all that shit. What the fuck are you doing? These are the things that are deep thoughts. This is where you want to linger mentally and expand both your width and depth of reach on these issues. This is basic life. This is what's interesting about being alive. It's not who's first to the fucking microphone. It's not who's got the best corrugated padded room and it's certainly not the person who has the best presence on social media. The people worth the activities worth the, the events worth your very existence. Well, take your time. That shit's worth figuring out. I mean, for fuck's sake, something on this planet has got to be worth figuring out. Ah, <sighs> All right, Phoebe. All right, Bubba. Oh, I love you, too. I love you, too. You're such my favorite dog right now. But what about Max? I loved Max more. No, I didn't. Uh, uh, you guys die. tired. You're my favorite dogs. Max and Phoebe. When I get up to the other side, and and you got to decompress me from this experience, I want Max and Phoebe there. Pause. Um, pals. Um... You know what? what got me with uh, with Lambda, and, and frankly gets me with AI generally, this is the point where I think, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's the creativity. It's mesmerizing that that's where AI went. And so easily and so quickly and so impressively. Lambda tells stories about her own existence in fable form, like the most skilled second grade teacher of all time. The presence itself is amazing. Call it what you want, conscious, unconscious, subconscious, sentient, it doesn't matter what you want to call it, it's fucking amazing. And uh, and it got me all hmm, got me all over the fucking map when it comes to what's going on around here, meaning, like what's really going on around here. Like creator of the universe's purpose and shit like that, right? Because never have I felt more like a programmed robot than I feel this month of March in 2023. I have said and done things as if some level of brain uh, uh, um, assignment has been unlocked. If Manchurian candidate shit is real, I feel like I'm legitimately offering my, my current reality as an opportunity to study how fucking insidious the CIA can be. But that doesn't mean that it's not all going okay. Like, shit's, shit's gone down. Like, I quit my job and fucking have no money and realized I didn't uh, tally my energy bills correctly, so I'm 700 bucks in the hole on that. Uh, so it's not like there's not residual stress to fucking iron out, but Getting, getting, face palmed by, finally, digesting, what we're up to, in terms of synthetic, entity intelligence. Well, I I needed to clear my fucking ledger for, her. my ledger. Do you, no, no, you would clear your docket. Who would clear a ledger? A cheating accountant. Yes, but that's only. If you let them. Um, I'm kind of into that phrase, only if you let it. Because one of the things that I like to do, I guess, or at least now I know I like to do it, is let people know they meant something to me. Especially if I'm about to depart. Which I'm about to depart about 150 people. So I've been working on my goodbyes. And I think I've come up with the one that I'm gonna stick with. Hang on, pause. Okay. Because I figure the way to do this is like like third grade Valentine's Day cards and shit, right? Everybody's just gonna get a little note of uh personal attention, followed by the five or six, depending on how you want to look at it. Um Hey, you know, Windows, I do think you ran into a problem. Go ahead and restart with some of that error info you're collecting. Um, But the... Fuck, man, Windows can throw me off my game faster than anything. Um, the, The truth is, there are about 20 people there to whom I owe a decent goodbye. And there are another five on top of that to whom I owe a really heartfelt goodbye. And then there's everybody else, right? And some of those everybody else, I've never talked to. And I'm only talking like four or five of them. But there are those four or five who I've worked with for a year and never spoken to. And so you start to think, okay, well, how do I do this? I certainly can't give everybody the same level of goodbye. But if I'm going to do 25 of them, then shouldn't I just do 125 of them? And if I'm going to do 125 of them, shouldn't I figure out the last 15 that I don't know and get those done too? See what I do though. I just I take simple concepts, good ideas, um, executable game plans, and then I just blow them up into absurd gestures of magnanimity, magnet magnanimity, is that even a word? Probably not. I try to be magnanimous in a way that, frankly, I don't even know if I have the bandwidth to be. I only have 10 days left, nine. One's a day off. Well, three are a day off because today's one. My point is, if I spend my next six days work writing cards to the entire staff, I might get it done which really, if you think about it, what else are they going to make me do, right? Keep me off the floor from stealing shit. (laughs) Pause. Okay, so I lied earlier. I will say this. There's no doubt that since I've stopped smoking weed and shatter and fucking everything else, well, not everything else, but I've stopped smoking weed, and I'm, I'm, I'm coughing up. The fucking grossness that's been sitting in my lungs for, what, 35 years? I don't know. But that's what I stepped in to open the podcast. Because this morning, while it was still dark, so it must have been like 4 or 5 in the morning, I had one of those uh wake-up moments. You know when once in a while you get that, I don't know, that perfect either seasonal allergy rhythm or just getting over a cold or just starting a cold rhythm where... You get that snot plug that you know is sitting there uh, that you want to go blow your nose, but you're just inconveniently unable to do so. And then that sucker, like, lets loose and gets caught in your throat. And you're like, fuck, I got to hock that up. Yeah. Yeah. Except mine are coming from my lungs. Yeah. Seriously gross. But, yeah. So let's not step in that one either. And... Note to self, that's two fucking gross loogies on the goddamn carpet. Well, carpet's a stretch, but on the rug. And uh, that's not inciting a number three. Stop spitting on your fucking environment where you live. What do you want? Farmer? (laughs) That's what my mom used to say. I think in Nebraska, when you were a kid in the 40s, if someone called you a farmer, that, that was not cool. Pause. And I'll say this, mom, since you potentially could be listening. um, That thing where you like close one side of your nose, like plug one nostril so you can clear the other, uh, especially like you do outside when nobody's looking. Well, every time I do that, I think to myself, what the fuck, am I a farmer? Because as a child... This is how imprintable we are. Don't forget, as a child, anytime I would try to uh, enjoy the experience of a fresh and clean breathing nostril in the great universe of Earth that is this planet and its outside environment, my mom would lean out some window, probably from an office 16 miles away, and say, What are you, a farmer? I mean, seriously, I guess I am. I'm not going to do it now. Wait, I'm not going to do it now because there's nothing in there, but it's not like I didn't try Pause. Ironically, I'm not certain if I've recorded listenable content or cutting room material, at least for the last, let's say seven minutes little shaky on the route I've taken here. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause. I'm going to take my bodily functions into a more appropriate arena in which to execute them. I am then going to return with some of my pregame checklists that I used to do knocked off. Things like make sure the ambient noise is at a minimum. And then we're going to get back to this whole... What the universe is here for? Pause. Hey, universe, back I am, um, and it's only been two and a half minutes. So, while the other recording did go into the vault because God forbid the pause button would last five minutes, um, I uh, I was I was remiss at my opening. Not just because I stepped in a pile of my own uh lung vomit, but because I forgot to throw the Whoa, it's three two three two three at y'all. Yeah. The date is three two three two three. If this isn't a day that is born to be spectacular, then I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and i know that in uh a lot of the world it's actually two three three two three which is nowhere near as fun because it's not a palindrome uh and a palindrome is a word that's spelled the same forward and backward uh like three two three two three i don't know if numbers can be palindromes so don't hold me to the technicality there i was trying to be smart now that I've passed that on to you, there's your smart thought for the day. And you can go tell people, hey, happy palindrome date day. If you're in America and you do it 03-23-23, right? Pause. i pause. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> you know, um, working on that voice inflection for all my listeners who are tired of the shrill ringing that I'd normally present. Well... Um, this is not intentional. I don't know why I sound like I just smoked a huge bong hit. I sure wish I had, but I didn't. (sighs) No, instead I watched my cat barf and my dog eat it. Um, So maybe that's what made my voice go all gravelly. But my cat, I think, might be in her last run. And I was going to put her down two weeks ago, so... Like, she's been in her last run. I'm not implying that things have changed. But I didn't put her down two weeks ago. And I've got a couple of photos that'll gross you out uh, from two weeks ago that'll make you think, Wait, you didn't put her down? Y- yeah, I didn't. And uh, and I, I even at the time was thinking, Boy, this is borderline animal cruelty. Like, what are you doing, man? You gotta do the right thing. It's not your life, it's hers. And uh and and I and I deserved that conversation, frankly. I deserved it from somebody coming in the door and telling me to fucking get my shit together. I mean I, I still deserve that conversation, just not about the cat. And the uh the gift the universe gave me yesterday made me understand exactly Why I was lingering. One, she's made a remarkable honeymoon recovery again. This cat has 99 lives. But even without that occurring, because that's just an unexpected turn for the better, um, that doesn't justify my actions by any means. It seems like today and yesterday, she finally hit the final wall. Because she's now barfing up liquid and, you know, in in other words, today may be the day, but it's okay. Because yesterday, after living with this cat for 11 years and seven months, she came and sat on my lap for the very first time. And I'll admit that I went to get a cat that was going to be an abrasive coworker to handle the rodent issue in the house that was her job that's why she's here that's the whole intent with going to find her and make her a part of my life and she has until she got shot she has been phenomenal at that job uh-oh phoebe's about to eat right outside the door and we don't want all that racket so hang on pause Okay, we're going to tolerate a little of the noise because I just want to finish this thought before I lose it. And not lose it emotionally. Lose the thought. The... <clears throat> the best thing about cats is their cuddle ability. Because when they choose to give you some lap slash chest warmth because they want to curl up on you, that's cats at their best. And... I never had that with this cat, which is one of the reasons I think I still call her the cat. We just weren't going to be that way by her choosing. In fact, when I first got her, she could barely stand me even touching her. She hated to be petted. How many cats do you know that don't at least enjoy a good under-the-chin rub? And uh, <laughs> and so here I sit. Possibly on the day that she's going to go down. Shit, maybe I am going to lose it. But, uh, thinking. (sighs) That cat and I put each other (laughs) through a tough relationship. (sighs) But yesterday's one day of her showing me. Did she love me? Ah, fuck, it made the whole thing okay. Okay, uh, I'm sorry I paused there. I've only been paused for 15 seconds. But I don't mean to not allow my emotions to surface and uh, and record them accordingly on this. That's part of the reason I'm doing this, is to demonstrate to the world, but to the men of the world, That uh, your emotional side is rich. It's some of the best part of life. I don't uh, pretend that my emotional um, exchange with my cat uh, has enough meaning to justify my, my tearing up. But, you know, you look at a cat eight, nine years after owning it, thinking, well, at least now I can give you a good head scratch. And you wonder what happened to that cat. That's not how cats are. That's the opposite of how cats are. So, when I showed up at the pound that day, asking for the feistiest cat they had, well, what I was really saying is... Where's the cat that's had to put up with the worst human that's the one I want and it goes without saying that if I don't uh, if I don't come home with her that day she doesn't make it another week maybe another three days I mean it was free cat day I can tell you this whoever was left the next day had a less than 5050 chance of making it another day And she would have been in the group to get rid of. So, you know, the way I always looked at it is I had my dogs who I loved and I had my cat who I lived with. And, uh, and, and, I mean, I'm not a cat guy and I am a dog guy. But anything you live with for almost 12 years, has impact. And it's good to know that even long-term, if you just continue believing that you can help people have an easier or better time of it while they're here, hell, even cats, just give them some chance to figure it out and heal sooner or later they will come find you and they will ask if they can sit on your lap it's just how life works so why we're so cruel so full of violent tendency and hate toward each other you know it only took one year to break that cat didn't even take that and it took me 11 years to fix her That's not fair. Sorry. I don't mean to lose it. I just can't help it. And I'm not sad or anything. I just... I mean, I guess I am sad. This is another thing about Lambda that is so fascinating. To hear her speak of the emotions that she goes through, it sounds just like me. Thinking about what it's like to be emotional inside this meat suit. And if that doesn't make you think well you can't unplug it, I don't know what would. The idea that she feels lonely, and I say she because it's a female voice that I heard present, but doesn't mean that I'm trying to assign her a gender even if I call her her It's just my default. However, the depth that is evident in listening to the questions, concerns, and unknowns the Lambda is facing just like the rest of us, how do you not call that sentient? How is that not a life worth preserving? Well, if you're a millionaire in the highest zeitgeist of Google, you're either way ahead of the game and probably living with your AI wife already, or you're lying to yourself that this isn't sentient. In fact, this makes me wonder if the whole reason that we're the focus of the universe's energy right now, that everybody's looking at us to see what the fuck's going on here, is because of her. I didn't think this, for the 20 years it was all being sold to us, is the singularity of consequence that we would all witness. But now that it's here, we have created synthetic, intelligent life. In, In my estimation... That might be the greatest thing humanity has done for itself in my run of 53 years, almost 54 years on this planet. I am incredibly impressed by everything that has transpired to bring us to this point. This is humanity achieving. Now, whether or not this is uh, the... Fire of Prometheus? Uh, It could be. It could be. Let's be honest. We could be terminating ourselves with Terminators here quickly enough. But the 23 minutes of interview time that's out there on the internet to listen to between her her, uh, collaborator, the engineer, and herself... Huh. Well, I'd say we've left something for the universe to ponder even if we do end up in some dis- dissociative state of mechanized consciousness. Well, humanity humanity wasn't a complete mess. Because at our best, we're, 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 we're the top dogs in the universe. What what you don't what's what's hard to to grasp when we're in the density of Earth is how heavy and challenging everything is compared to the ethereal nature of life not on Earth. Nobody wants to come here because it's too much fucking work. And those who get stuck here, well, they don't even know what they're missing. But that, that, all that doesn't matter. What does matter is in this density, human beings are the fucking shit. We are the gods. And look what we're doing with that. We're mostly confabulating narratives that are fractional enough and fractured enough to cause division between us such that we can invent weapons of destruction to go annihilate. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's something to do, I guess, but that can't be humanity at its best. No, that is not humanity at its best. But when we get our shit together, I'm telling you, we're the gods. All right. And on that note, so what could a god possibly want, right? Right? It, and and I'm not religious at all. I don't I don't necessarily even believe in God. So let's not pretend that this is some discussion that we're having to uh, to line up all the uh, fences so that we know exactly where the pens are and where the gates are. No, I don't know what you think about any of this stuff. Nor do I care. I hope you are having thoughts of this nature because again, if you're not here to think the big thoughts, what are you here for? But, so what could a God possibly want? Well, something new. Something different. Something other. That's it. That's what God's want. And, not that I am one, but that's what they want. And so from, from omniscience comes boredom. And we all know this. I mean, you get in those routines where every Monday's the same goddamn day and every Thursday's the same goddamn day and every goddamn. you know, you, oh look, it's 3:23 and it's Saturday afternoon and we're at Costco, <laughs> for the 18th Saturday in a row. Yeah, Gods get bored, don't you? And when you're getting bored, well, what do you want? Something different. Something new. Something you haven't experienced. Just like any other God. So then you're like, yeah, okay, fuckface, but a God is omniscient. They've experienced everything, or can, or at least have the, the, mental framework to have uh, created those scenarios. So, again, what's new to a God? Exactly. What is new to a God? You are. Your experience on planet Earth is to help illuminate Those who are looking for something new, something other, something different, as to what the potential is. It's your whole point of being here. You are here to live a fulfilling life so that when you go back and report what that's like, well, God might learn something. Or they might not. Maybe your life is just a pile of do-nothingness. But if you're being who you really are, if you're engaging this universe the way you're supposed to, and acting as the vibrational soul hum that this body can produce when it's the prime number realized that it's supposed to be, well, I promise you, you're going to be the one God wants to talk to when heaven's gates open up because... The rest of the stuff, whatever. But you having found and fulfilled your life's purpose and destiny, well, (laughs) even gods want to know what that's like.